to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Hellberg Barbecue, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Happy President's Day to you. All the flags are out today. Love seeing it in my neighborhood. Sure, lots of... Uh, Lots of flags all around our neighborhoods and um, all throughout Central Texas. President's Day. Hope some of you are getting the day off. I was out there preparing for the show, but also kind of getting a little exercise in. Saw a ton of people out playing tennis, moving around uh, the community. Weather's pretty nice. Weather's pretty nice, although Aaron stays on top of the weather. It's always changing, but... uh, Got up in the, it was going to get all the way up into the 80s, I think. It was uh, some, last time I checked, it was about 78. So, all of that going on, and I tell you, it was a really interesting weekend. It was, it was good news, it was bad news, and, but I, I do want to say that, let's start with the good news, with Baylor Athletics. Baylor softball had one of its biggest wins in years. And I don't care what time of the year was it, what, you know, the tournament. It, if you beat the number one team in the country, you celebrate it. And, man, what a, out there at Getterman, that was a scene. And I've just been so excited. Aaron, I found, you know, sometimes you do things kind of on uh, impulse, I found myself today like, well, I need a subscription to D1 softball. <laughs> I, I need to, I think I need that to be – because, I mean, I thought, hey, the Bears are now back in the top 25. And, Aaron, as we get ready today for Campus Confidential, I did look in the D1. Now, there's also a Softball America, but the last I looked, they had not updated – their top 25. You may have already seen it, Aaron, but I didn't see it when I was looking this morning. But D1 softball has put a top 25 together, and the Bears are number 23. They enter, and, and I got to say that Glenn Moore, who will be on with us at 420, he spoke this into existence. I mean, he told me just the other day, and I've heard him say it to others. I don't want it to be like I was the only one he said it to. But he said something along the lines, we'll be back in the top 25. We'll be back in the top 25 soon. Man, I don't know if we knew it was going to be this quickly. And, uh, that's, uh, and of course, it's been a little bit of a road. This team kind of got used to going to the NCAA tournament on an annual basis. They won that big tournament last year um, to kind of get – you know, get things moving in the right direction. They got some of these transfers that are just unbelievable. And uh, Shalon Govan came up with a monster three-run homer to give them a 4-1 lead yesterday against the Sooners. Aaron, after a rough outing for the Bears, at least the second half for the men, and another heartbreaker for the women, needed some needed some good news. Needed some good things to happen, and so softball got that done. Uh, and Aaron, I hope you were able to kind of, 
I don't know, man, you probably were running one of these games. We had a lot going on over the weekend. Good job, us. Good job, Tom. Tom Barfield and the whole gang. Aaron. I'm sure Ryan was involved as well. I was kind of involved from afar. I watched it all, Aaron. I was watching all the stuff. But we had like four different things on. Men's basketball, women's basketball, softball, baseball. Aaron, that's when it helps to have like eight stations or whatever we have. Or like nine stations. I don't know. Eminem Broadcasting. Aaron, what do you think? Eight, nine? I mean, it's a good group. It's a good group of stations that we have. And uh, to be able to run all those things, uh, my hat's off to, uh, well, everyone involved in all of that, including the people doing the games, Derek and Pat and J-Mo and Sophia, all the people doing the games. Yesterday, Aaron, I'm watching on ESPN Plus, and I'm like, I know that voice. Who is that? Who's that? Who's the? I, I, but I, I kept thinking, that's so familiar. Aaron, it was Mike Leslie. From Channel 8 in Dallas, WFAA. He was doing the ESPN Plus. And then I got to find out who was doing the um, commentary. Aaron, you may know uh, ESPN Plus for Baylor because she was great. She was just really informative. I just thought she did a great job, and I wanted to say so publicly. And I was having to kind of come in and out of the game, and I never figured it out exactly who it was. But Mike Leslie was doing the play-by-play, Channel 8, ABC affiliate in Dallas, and so good to hear Mike involved in some Baylor softball. Aaron, what were you, what did you get involved with over the weekend? Men's basketball, did you Did you try to also work in some women's basketball? What did you, uh, what was on your plate? Yeah, I ran the men's game as they took on Kansas. All right, All right. and um, Aaron, that was... Uh, and we'll talk more about this as the day unfolds. I mean, I think from a positive standpoint, you just got to say, well, in the first half, Bears look like maybe the best team in the country. The guards went crazy. I mean, they were all hitting threes. They were hitting threes from the corner. They were, they were getting the offensive rebounds. Uh, everybody was doing their job. They're up by 13. Really should have been 16. They got a three-point play at the end, Kansas, to get it to 13. And then, of course, Aaron, we knew that the first five minutes of the second half would determine a lot of what was going to happen. Aaron, the first five minutes were an utter and total disaster. Like, it's almost kind of like you could not have drawn it up any worse for the Bears and better for Bill Self in Kansas. And I give Bill Self credit. There were some things he did in terms of guarding. You know, he, he stuck McCuller. And was it Wilson? I'm just trying to think who it was. He two of his perimeter type defenders. He just he didn't he stopped switching. They were switching all five in the first half, and everything was breaking down. The Bears were getting anything. If this was a movie, Aaron, I thought the foreshadowing was the uh, missed layup by Bridges. And again, I'm not Jalen played his tail off. I'm not putting any of this on him. I'm just saying. They got a free, like, point-blank layup um, in the first it, – it, it, kind of early in the second half, and at least it would have kind of temporarily kept them things from just snowballing, and he just missed it. There was no really excuse for it. Nobody affected it. Nobody was there. He just missed it, and that was how the whole second half went. There were slippages. There was water on the floor. And then one time, Aaron, I see John Higgins – 
Oh, you y'all know the official John Higgins, and he's pointing over there at the like I I he knows there's like a wet spot, but he's kind of waiting, right? Because he doesn't want to interrupt the play. Well, the Bears feed it to I think it was uh, <clears throat> I think it was Chamuchachua, and he's going to have a dunk in the middle of the lane, and and what. <laughs> Higgins waits until that very moment and blows the whistle. Now, Aaron, I don't know what Pat and John were saying about it because at the time I was watching it and listening to what Billis and those guys were saying because I like to see what Jay Billis and them were going to say about the the national guys are going to say about the Bears. But, I mean, that was ridiculous. Ridiculous. Now, did that call cost them the game? No. But it just was – and Scott was right to – he, you know, he hit his – Fist on the table over there. It was ridiculous. The fans got behind them. They hit the Bears with a haymaker, and they just didn't hit back. Now, I would say that in a situation like that, I mean, obviously, if they if you knew it was going to get hit with an avalanche, you might have had EJ starting the second half because it was almost too late by the time they got him back in the game. I mean, he's the one guy that's either going to deck somebody or stand, <clears throat> stand his ground and make it extremely difficult. And they just they weren't guarding. They, they were giving up tons of open threes. They're giving up stuff in transition. And then the, the ultimate sin in basketball, Aaron, is those live ball. You, you turn it over, and then you don't turn around and hustle back. And I did see some of that. The three guards in the first half were phenomenal. If ba- if Baylor can play a complete game like they played in the first half, there's they're they're like a number one seed. When they play like they did in the second half, they're more like a four seed or something. And again, that's not the end of the world. It's just this thing's going to crater, and they're going to lose some games down the stretch if they play like they did in the second half. I don't think they will. I think they'll bounce back well from it. But that was rough. And the women, which we'll talk to Bryce Cherry about at five o'clock. You know, I don't know, man. They, 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 it feels like they're a little snake-bitten right now. Some of the great players on the team, like Sarah Andrews, they're, they're just not, they're not hitting shots. I mean, they're, it's like you look up and everybody on the team goes 3 for 12 or 4 for 11, and the freshmen have to carry you completely. I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear any more about, oh, they're freshmen, they're going to make freshman mistakes. No, the freshman the other day almost pulled the game out. Darianna Littlepage-Bugs, uh, Fauntleroy played tremendously. It was the veterans. You know, I, don't, I mean, it was the veterans just couldn't hit a shot. And they were getting open shots and all. And then this team just does not know how to execute down the stretch. I mean, you can guard, 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 do a nice job for most of the game on Jones, Ashley Jones, I think she spells it J-O-E-N-N-E-S or J-O-E-N-S is actually how it is. And she's got a sister that's really good, too, that, that transferred. But, man, you, you've you got – I mean, that's just – oh, that was frustrating. You're, you're up three with however much time's left. Let's say it's like 25 seconds left, and you literally just give them an open look at a three. Like, it's just crazy. Like, you know the situation in the game. The one thing you can't do, let them go score a quick two. Let them go in there, but they let – I mean, there's just so many breakdowns. And then um, 
Nikki, who is scheduled to be on with us tomorrow, and we'll talk to her about it. After the game, man, she was frustrated. And she addressed, you know, people that are, you know, think she can't coach or the people who want her to be fired. First of all, you know, my thought is, why acknowledge those people? I mean, I again, Aaron, I mean, you and I follow everything. We're plugged in. Now, we're not down there reading every message board because I, I just don't think that's healthy in life or even in our occupation. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and go down every rabbit hole reading every comment. Are there people who haven't been supportive of Nikki? Sure, sure. But there are a lot of people who are supportive and want to see them do extremely well. I mean, and there's some of us that love the previous coach, Kim, and think the world of Nikki. It's okay. You can actually have loved the program and loved, uh, and, and I think sometimes we get into this thought of, oh, my gosh, you had to pick one. Oh, if you were some big Kim person. Well, I was a big Kim Mulkey guy, but nobody's rooting harder for Nikki than I am. So I, I, I don't think Nikki, and again, I'll bring this up tomorrow. When, when, when I visit with her, I don't understand really why you, you, you have to address the naysayers. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, I, I, it just doesn't. I mean, are they out there? Sure, they're out there. But, you know, the main thing is you need to get the thing going, get it turned around. They've won some great games this year. There's no reason they can't finish strong and then get going in the tournament and then do well in the NCAA tournament. But you're not doing anybody any good by – by, you know, going after, oh, I know there's 15,000 people that think I can't coach. I don't, I, nobody cares about that. Like, Aaron, do you have, do you, do you know anybody? I mean, like, we may get some text messages that somebody said, but I don't, I mean, I don't, I love our texters, but I like the positive ones and the negative ones. Aaron, I'm sure there are people out there, Mosley, I can't stand Mosley. Do I sit, spend my life addressing them? Uh, no, I don't care. Goodness gracious. All right, we got to get Nikki past that and get focused on all the people who support her in a big way. And there are a lot of folks out there, including the people who hired her and the administrators. And that's the big thing. You know, if she loses Mac, then she has she does have trouble. But she hasn't. My gosh, she's going to be the last person. He is huge. He's huge in her corner. Everything's going to be okay, all right? All right, Aaron. But it has inspired me, Aaron. At 525 today, anybody, I'm going to address all my haters, all right, Aaron? <laughs> we may gonna... want to do that in an earlier segment. <laughs> <laughs> text us. Text us. Oh, my gosh. No, I just, it, I mean, I just want you to listen to us. You can hate us. You can love us. But as long as you're listening, that's what we care about. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I like that. I mean, Aaron, I mean, in all, I want them to like us. I mean, it's not like I want the haters. But, you know, if you, if you hate listening to us, that, that's great. We like that you're out there. Oh, and Aaron, based on our responses recently, huge numbers out there on the text messages. So I love that. I love that about our people. All right. We're going to talk, though, to someone who just won a huge game for the Bears. Glenn Moore, the uh, longtime, 
let's call him legendary because he pretty much is. As many times as this team's been in the World Series, who knows? They may be headed that way again. Glenn Moore returns to the Matt Mosley Show next. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back on the road in Big 12 play, headed to Fort Worth to take on TCU Wednesday. 6 p.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 6.30 tip-off Wednesday. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf cart. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf carts are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf carts for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Express Dry Clean Laundry is family-owned and operated and is proud to serve Bell Mead and Waco area customers. They offer same-day service Monday through Friday at Express Dry Clean Laundry on any item dropped off by 10 a.m. Make sure and ask about their three-pan dry cleaning special. Plus, each Wednesday, if you use the Express bag, receive 25% off your total dry cleaning bill. Express Dry Clean Laundry, 901 Loop 340 in Bell Mead. Proud to support La Vega ISD administration, faculty and staff, and the Pirates and Lady Pirates. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Tickets and sponsorships are now available for the 2023 Texas Sports Hall of Fame Induction Banquet presented by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. The class of 2023 includes Robert Brazil, Jose Cruz, Scott Drew, Carlette Guidry-Falkway, Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, Cynthia Potter, and Michael Strahan. Meet this year's inductees class on Saturday, April 15th in the base at the Extra Co Event Center in Waco. To purchase tickets, please visit tshof.org or call 254-756-1633. Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Former NFL head coach and current ESPN analyst Rex Ryan interviewed Saturday in Denver for the Broncos defensive coordinator job. Jason Tatum set an NBA All-Star record with 55 points to gain his team a 184 to 175 win and take home the MVP. Baylor came up short in Kansas on Saturday, 87 to 71. Bears will be back in action tomorrow night at Kansas State. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at West Virginia. Tip is at six o'clock, and Kansas is at TCU. Tip is at eight. XFL return this weekend seemed to be well received with Arlington beating Las Vegas 22-20 and Wade Phillips' Houston Roughnecks had the only blowout over the weekend over Orlando Guardians 33-12. La Vega Lady Pirates will face Marble Falls in round three of the UIL playoffs tonight from Georgetown. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Glenn Moore joining us now. And coach, I mean, some of us wondered what you were doing, you know, scheduling uh, mighty OU this early in the season. <laughs> well, it turns out, uh, I think you knew what uh, you were doing. And, and, and man, I, it was so exciting. And I haven't stopped smiling. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm a man who'll jump on a bandwagon. And um, I tried to get on the bandwagon early, though, this year and before things started. But, man, you're going to have more and more people trying to get into Getterman. Congratulations, uh, first of all, and, and welcome back to the show. Well, appreciate it, Matt. I, I first want to say I want to apologize to you and your listeners for standing you up a few weeks ago when I got tied up in practice and I and, uh, forgot to call into the show. But uh, I appreciate you having me back. It was a great weekend. Well, you made it up to me <clears throat> with yesterday's events. I had to laugh at, at the fact that uh, y'all had to turn around and play another game. I thought, how in the world do you get refocused? And, and boy, y'all, y'all did a great job with it. But that is, uh, that is an amazing thing. And I know you want to get it back to a point where this isn't the, like the most amazing thing. And, you know, you expect to do things like this. But you did expect this. I mean, you're, some of your players said – that you said to them, "Hey, we're going to win. We're going to win all our games. You know, basically, this is our house, or I think you said our den." And uh, boy, they backed up your your words. Did you did you have a uh, did you? I guess you felt pretty good, didn't you, going into this one? You you just kind of liked the 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 matchup. You know, I think they read what I said was that we were going to win all of our games, but. I'm not sure I was that confident in my speech, but if they took it that way and uh, I felt like I had a premonition, uh, it was a big win. It was, I, I feel like this team can compete with a lot of teams. We have to go out and prove ourselves, obviously, but I think I told you last week, we're going to get, get back into the top 25 with this team. I've seen all different types of teams, and this is a team that certainly got the ability to, to compete with anybody. All right, I've got you number 23, by the way, D1 Baseball, which I'm now a subscriber. <laughs> I just Today I was like, well, I, I got to read you know, what they're saying about this. I guess I better go ahead and subscribe to this one. So I know there's other rankings out there, but that D1 Baseball, uh, they, they have you at number 23, and you knocked OU from its perch. Uh, pretty, pretty awesome. I mean, Shailen uh, Govan, Let's talk about her first. What a what a bomb that was, and and 
And boy, you have some players who have a flair for the dramatic. And and she she got all of that. I love the little slow motion thing your social media people did on Twitter, where it kind of you know captured her right you know coming around first. I thought the natural music started a little late. By the way, I think I think she I started to hear it like after she crossed home plate. But man, that was uh what what was that like for you over there? You're someone who likes to be pretty even kill, especially that early in a ball game. But did you give it? Did you give it a little fist pump over there? Uh, actually, she—I've got a bruised thumb. She slapped the heck out of my hand when she came around <laughs> third base. I think she hit my hand as hard as she hit the ball. Uh, shoot, the kid can—she uh, can swing the bat, and she got another good hit in that game off of a All American pitcher. She's she's the one you want at the plate when you have runners on, and you got to give some credit to those kids for for getting on ahead of her. And if we can do that all season, she's gonna. It's going to drive in a lot of runs for us. Wow. Now, what was – tell me her story a little bit. I know she was at SFA and, and, and put up great numbers there. When did she first kind of get on your radar? And, um, uh, boy, once you delved into those transfer waters, Glenn, I know not everybody loved it at first, and you may still not love it, but – you got to do it, don't you? I mean, to fill certain spots in your lineup and everything. But what was your story in, in kind of the recruitment of, of Shaylon? What she decided she was going to transfer? How did you kind of know about her? And, and what was your – how did that all come down? Well, first of all, in regards to the transfer portal, uh, you know, a, a lot of people think you should use that a lot more. But you actually you have to have money to be able to do that. You have to have – uh, scholarships available are those mm. kids that are playing at that level are, aren't interested in coming to your school, especially a private school with the cost of Baylor. But uh, we played against Stephen F. Austin last year and she was um, uh, on the team at the time. And I saw one of the best hitters I've faced and, and uh, had actually talked to her coach about her just in complimenting her. And she said, well, she's going to, she's going to go somewhere for her grad year after she finishes up here in two years. And she said, uh, Baylor, she'd love to come to Baylor. Well, the coach ended up moving and going to New Mexico university, of New Mexico, and she didn't want to travel with her. She entered the portal and, and, uh, we went after her and she made, made some visits, uh, loved Baylor. It's not far from our Houston home. And, um, we loved her of course. And she ended up hurting herself, uh, I believe the next weekend, breaking a bone in her hand. So, She'll get next year back medically, so she's playing as a sophomore this year, basically. All right, well, I read her quote. She says we're headed back to the College World Series, so let's hold her to that. I, I, like, the, <laughs> I like the attitude. Uh, it's uh, How many more games? Isn't it funny when you win a huge one like that, and then you're like, well, we only have, what, 25, 30 more games <laughs> to, well, to go? Yeah, we, you got you to let them enjoy it a little bit, Matt, but uh, you know, we, we can't get too high off of a – a lot of upsets early in the year, and a lot of teams don't finish as well as they start. It's a, it's a little cliche. It's not where you start, it's where you finish. But this was a mm-hmm. shot in the arm to our program. We needed a big win. And you don't get to play the number one team often. And as you said earlier, why do you play them? Well, you play them just for the very reason that we played them this weekend. We get a chance to beat them. And, and uh, we were able to knock them off. And I got a ton of respect for OU and uh, one of the, you know the, probably the best program of all time throughout the history of the sport. So uh, that was a big win for us. How many text messages did you have once you? 
I'm sure you went almost straight into uh, y'all celebrated and had a little fun, and then you had to get ready to play another game. What was the uh, what when you finally kind of got to your phone and were able to see and and uh, folks like me that were were very excited watching it. Uh, did, I, I bet you I bet it was somewhere in the at least like a the hundred range, wasn't it? It was well over a hundred. I I counted a few of them and just enjoyed the moment a little bit and I got tired of counting. So it was nice to hear from so many people. And, and I set up and, uh, till I responded to everyone and, uh, certainly appreciate everybody that was paying attention. Yeah, it was fun. And, uh, the ESPN plus, uh, that was kind of, you know, watching it there. And I recognized the guy doing it. He was from the channel eight affiliate in Dallas. And so that was kind of interesting. Uh, talking to Glenn Moore about the huge win over Oklahoma yesterday, what about Darianna Orm? I mean, that would have been, you know, the highlight of the weekend, if not for what y'all did against Oklahoma. She goes out and throws a perfect game. And, um, I mean, that was, uh, that, I mean, that was a pretty amazing deal there. And that's someone you've been having to kind of keep on a account and work up and get more and more innings. And I know she had a something she was battling, uh, an injury. Um, but what were you, uh, I mean, I guess you've seen how great she can be, but even you had to be a little taken aback at that performance. Yeah, I'm really, um, really impressed with how our training department, uh, Leah Gelb and, um, those guys over there have handled her and got her back ready for us. Uh, she took, had to take the summer off and, and, uh, the fall we, we didn't know if we'd have her even at all this year, but we certainly didn't think she would be this strong this early. She's been back a little over a month, I guess, from the start of the season. Had her on a, about a 60-pitch pitch count out in Las Vegas and and then uh, moved it up to 70-75 to and left her in that last inning of the Stephen F. Austin game. She threw that perfect game then and then brought her back, gave her a day rest, and had to get her out of there. Oklahoma ran her pitch count up pretty high. We had to get her out of there at 81 pitches on Sunday, but she, she probably could have gone a little bit longer, but it was time to throw a mix in there and then uh, got a got a good uh, tandem there with uh, Aaliyah Benford coming in with her off speed and change of speed to movements after her and threw them off long enough to hold off for the victory. But uh, I don't know, don't want to jinx her in this, but she's certainly a candidate for – the national pitcher of the week or player of the week. She's uh, you know, you don't find too many people. No one else knocked off the number one team in the country, of course. And then to have a perfect game on top of that, she's got to be a candidate for that. And I know uh, Katie, our SID put her up for that. So it'd be interesting to see how that pans out. What if I tweet about it? Would that hurt her cause or help her cause? Would you like me uh, just to stay out of it? I, um, I think you've got to, <laughs> I think you've got a big, big voice, man, so go for it. <laughs> we'll get in there. Uh, Coach Gasso was extremely complimentary of all your players, but especially uh, Darianna Orm. I mean, just the velocity, and she talked about, you know, how she's – the maturity is, has taken over, which happens with pitchers, and that's – I thought that was pretty cool. You know, she had a lot of things to, to say about her. So that that's uh, – and, and I thought when they made it 4-3, I thought, uh-oh, okay, I hope, I hope you know, we don't get tied or something. And then to still be, land that, that was – to me, that was one of the most impressive things about it, Coach, was, was they made it tight – 
and then y'all just kind of held on and didn't let that rattle you. And once Benford got off the mound that inning, it was like, hey, let's just go back to work. We're fine. And it, it, it didn't play. You know how you can see teams every once in a while go, oh, my gosh, the game pressure's on, you know, they're one run. We only have the one run lead. It didn't really seem like that impacted the pitching or or your players behind her. No, that was a sign of maturity. I saw it as well. You know, we didn't play a perfect game, and uh, you watch other teams. I addressed this in our pregame talk. Uh, other teams just fold under that type of ability and and that power. The Longwood pitcher, for instance, beat number four Florida State last weekend and had nine walks against Oklahoma. Just, uh, you know, it's just hard for anyone not to get a little uptight when you're facing so many All-Americans in a, in a lineup. But our girls kept the poise. And um, Aaliyah Benford, I don't think anything can make her nervous anyway. She's got ice water in her veins for sure. So she's probably the perfect pitcher to be in there in that situation. And we've got some kids uh, – that uh, feel like they've been there before and uh, we're ready to play. And they really wanted to defend our backyard. I talked about that earlier. You mentioned it, but uh, we've had a couple of years here where we don't feel like we've represented our fan base and our home field the way we should have. So that's been a big focus for this team this year. And and I'm hoping, and I believe from might've been evidence in that game that this team's going to go out and fight for our home territory. What is your, uh, you know, I met Sydney at that uh, dinner, and uh, what a personality she is. But uh, I, w- I would just say that's got to be great, isn't it, with the with the backstop like you have that it can calm everybody. And, and I was watching Benford, kind of like you said, she was laughing. I mean, you know, and again, taking it seriously, but it was like when they got it to four three, there was no like, oh my gosh, you know, how are we going to get out of this? She kind of had a smile on her face, and uh, that's got to be, I don't know, I don't know if that drives, I mean, that's that's got to be a comforting feeling, knowing you have a player like that. And then having a battery like you do, that, that it, it just seems like that whole thing's already working really well. Well, one thing, Oklahoma knows that we're going to fight them, and we may not, you know, we might line every kid up in front of the uh, patty and she not take one of our kids to play for her. I don't know. But uh, these kids are fighters. And last year we went up there, and anyone that paid attention to that know we were one out away from mm-hmm. from uh, wrapping up a win when they were number one and undefeated at the time and had run-ruled most of their opponents at the time. So I'm very proud of the, these girls. And uh, the team last year wasn't as talented as this year. Uh, so I knew if they came out and fought, they would have a chance at uh, you know making them play their very best in order to beat us anyway. And that's kind of all you can ask for. Just make sure you don't give out uh, away and extend innings. And we did a little bit of that, but we didn't do too much. And we certainly bounced back and we fought offensively. We really made uh, we hit some balls right to them as well. And mm-hmm. um, you know, so it was a it was a hard fought game. It was no accident. It wasn't a fluke. Our mm-hmm. kids came out and played really hard and uh, and deserved a win. And I thought Amber Tovin, you know, ball got under her early, and boy, you know, got you get down one nothing, but to come back and then hit the uh, have the RBI, I think that says a lot about her character. Uh, you know, just kind of like not letting that rattle her. And man, when she got that hit, and 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 watching the way she reacted to that over there, I mean, that you know, it, it, it that game was just a different animal than most early season games. It meant something. And by the way, it meant something in Oklahoma, too. They're not used yeah. to getting pushed, and they were getting pushed, and so they were digging in. 
trying everything they could. But uh, I thought that was a pretty good moment, uh, how Tovin immediately kind of came back and, and did something positive after one kind of got, got away from her there. Absolutely, and that's a, that's a mark of a great competitor right right there. And I think you could say the same for Mackenzie Wilson in center field when she dropped that deep fly ball to center field and, and uh, really was uh, angry about that and came back and ended up having a three-for-four game off of a pitcher like Ball. And, uh, so if you don't carry that bat onto the field when you have a bat at bat or you don't take the air back into the box with you, you can, uh, you can uh, turn things around. But if you let it affect you, um, you're going to snowball the, the mistakes and have trouble winning against anybody, much less a, a power like Oklahoma. What did McKenzie do after after kind of a little bit of a slow start uh, to her season? What she get like nine for twelve or something? Wasn't it? Yeah, she, <laughs> she's uh, she's got to be a candidate for. I know uh, Katie put her up as well. She's a candidate for the player Big Twelve Player of the Week. I I, I don't know what the rest of the conference did, but uh, they would have to have done uh, uh, a lot to to do what she did. So she might be in the mix too. All right, well, I'm going to watch your appearance or listen to it tonight. I saw you were scheduled to be on, oh, Softball America or one of these things that I've now joined. You're going to be on uh, uh, with with one of these platforms, and uh, it's just great. It's great for softball. It's not like y'all haven't had huge wins in the past, but as you've said, you know, you're trying to get it back to where you were on an annual basis, and, boy, there's nothing like uh, this to jumpstart that process. So when you said y'all would be in the top 25 soon, I don't – I don't know if you, I mean that's that's it was quicker than I realized, Coach. That's pretty fun. Already back in the top twenty-five days after vowing to do that, and I think it's uh, I think it's very exciting. Well, I'm glad we got to do this, and uh, it was uh, it's it just I'm so excited for y'all, and I think even more fans. I mean that was a sellout, packed house, but you're going to have even more people trying to come out. Who is the PA, by the way? I like the. Uh, there was a lot of enthusiasm coming through that PA. Yeah, that's Vincent yep. Garner. He's uh, a Lorena guy that does Lorena High School football, and uh, this is his first go at it with softball. He's uh, he's doing a fine okay. job for us and very proud of him. I like it. I like what he did. He said, you've just witnessed a no-hitter. I, I like the – he kind of was ready for the moment uh, right after it happened. So I really uh, – I got to take my hat off to uh, to Vincent. All right, uh, Glenn, great to great to visit with you. Very excited. Congratulations. Enjoy it. And now let's go. I mean, heck, let's go win a Big Twelve title or something. Hey, we got a we got a big weekend, Matt, ahead of us with uh, two Big Ten schools coming in, Maryland and and uh, Minnesota and Texas A&M Commerce is going to be here. But the Big Ten schools are both power programs. Maryland's ranked in the top twenty five for the first time. 15 years have they just beat oklahoma state and oregon so if you want to see some good softball you're going to get a chance to see even more of it this weekend i love it i uh i will definitely uh have that on my uh schedule coach appreciate it thank you matt you bet there he goes glenn moore baylor softball doing big things and uh everybody's talking about that beating oklahoma all over twitter uh oklahoma is the yukon of college softball okay the yukon of women's basketball that's what they are and patty gasso and that gang i mean they're just un- pretty much unbeatable some years they don't ever lose i think they finally got beat by 
maybe it was Oklahoma State last year. Somebody beat them, and you would have thought the whole, it was the World Series. They celebrated like it was. And so it's a big dang deal when you beat them, and the Bears did, and uh, and it was no fluke. It was just a straight up, let's go out there, let's outpitch them, let's out hit them, let's outplay them, and the Bears got it done. All right, Campus Confidential is uh, coming up next. Recently on Game Time, let's welcome into the program Jim Hallard. Think about the difference in this team right now in the team that started 0-3 in the Big 12. This coaching staff has done a marvelous job bringing this team along, and with everyday John back in the lineup, it's a whole new dynamic. This team is capable of making it to the Final Four, but unfortunately there's about five other teams in the Big 12 that are in the same boat. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Ortho. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Konica Minolta, Canon, Kyocera, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is with an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 85. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. American Bank has been serving Waco since 1952 and we're just getting started. Hi, I'm President and CEO Dana Hassel. Over the past few years, we've been busy investing in new technology to give you the best banking experience possible. 
We've also expanded our downtown branch and built two state-of-the-art buildings at our Woodway and Bellmead locations. With bright open lobbies, plus fast, personal, interactive teller machines, everyone in Waco is now just minutes away from face-to-face -face banking. Visit us today and see how we're invested in serving you at American Bank. Member FDIC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Former NFL head coach and current ESPN analyst Rex Ryan interviewed Saturday in Denver for the Broncos defensive coordinator job. Jason Tatum set an NBA All-Star record with 55 points to gain his team a 184 to 175 win and take home the MVP. Bayer came up short in Kansas on Saturday 87 to 71. Bears will be back in action tomorrow night at Kansas State. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at West Virginia. Tip is at 6 o'clock and Kansas is at TCU. Tip is at 8 o'clock. XFL returned this weekend, seemed to be well-received with Arlington beating Las Vegas 22-20, and Wade Phillips' Houston Roughnecks had the only blowout of the weekend over Orlando Guardians 33-12. La Vega Lady Pirates will face Marble Falls in round three of the UIL playoffs tonight from Georgetown. Tip is at 7 o'clock, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, and at this time of the year, college basketball, softball, baseball. You got Mitch Thompson, the Baylor's uh, baseball era, Mitch with Mitch uh, leading the charge, got going and didn't win the series, but a couple of Really uh, good games, and in one game, it just got away from them. But uh, they're going to be very competitive. They they got their first home run the other day uh, on Sunday, and uh, it'll be it'll be exciting. They got one player already kind of like. Uh, I mean, these are a lot of new players that I'm trying to get to know. Uh, I think is uh, Branch. I think his name's Branch. Is his last name? Wow, guy hits everything. I mean, he's a guy's going to have two or three hits in a lot of games, clutch hits, gets it done, and uh, help lead the Bears to a, a victory in, uh, boy, walk-off fashion. How about that? Walk-off in uh, in Mitch's first game back. Now, he lost the next two, okay? Going to lose a few games here at Baylor. But uh, he's flipping the deal. He'll get it going. It'll be fine. Get some, get some more people out there and get the excitement going. So a lot to... Be excited about Baylor athletics-wise. Uh, Aaron, what do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? Lots of realignment chatter over the weekend. We talked about a lot of it Friday, but more articles came out over the weekend, including a long, in-depth article uh, on ESPN Plus from ESPN's Peter Thamel about the possibility of the Pac-12 breaking up and their media rights negotiation. Uh, the first thing was a, a front office sports article on the Pac-12 negotiations for their new media rights contract, and it focused on Amazon. They've, we've heard about the Pac-12 working to get a deal with Amazon and the possibility that they could make up for what ESPN is supposedly not offering with Amazon, but that's looking less and less likely. According to the front office sports article, the silk quote, the silk gloves have come off in the media rights negotiations. Amazon is playing hardball. And uh, the tech giant is holding out for the best game matchups and the best financial terms. And they go on to talk about how Jeff Bezos didn't found 
the biggest company in the world by giving away money, and he's not going to do that but with the Pac-12. I was hoping they would put, like, the Pac-12 on their delivery trucks, and it would just say Pac-12 on there. They could drive around. Every Saturday sh- night at midnight. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like SMU, if they're in the Pac-12, they, you know, right, right around the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Amazon shows up in Pac-12 trucks. And uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be good. I It does not bode well. But I can also understand how SMU and San Diego State, some of these other schools that are in the mix, are excited because, they you know, they want a Power 5 conference. Now, there's got to be some way, Aaron, they save face here. Something's going to happen. I mean, surely Klybenkoff, I mean, right now he's just looking really bad. But I just feel like maybe there's a way to get somebody back to the table. I know we heard... Who is it? CBS had walked away. I Turner mean, Sports, get... too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Turner Sports. I don't know. Could you get Paramount Plus? That's part of CBS and all that stuff. Could you get Paramount Plus to the table? Could you get, well, I guess Peacock's already involved in something else. Well, and Paramount Plus now has all that, spent all that money The big uh, CBS did on the Big Ten. Which it's mentioned in a couple of articles. Not that that completely puts them out of the picture, but it, it does make it less likely. I mean, it's honestly whatever deal ESPN gives them, it's going to feel like a charity type deal. I mean, there's nobody else to, in the bidding, so they're going to they got you got one person at the table. ESPN's like, well, we'll give you. I guess we'll. <laughs> Give you like ten million or something. We'll just we'll give you something. Golly. Well, if you remember, this is not a great deal. If you'll remember last year when Oklahoma and Texas left the Big Twelve, or announced they were leaving the Big Twelve, there was a lot of talk from Bob Bowlesby about collusion between ESPN wanting to break up the Big Twelve. That way, they could uh, get the leftover Big Twelve teams in the AAC at a very discounted price, and then just. They were already paying for the SEC, so adding Texas and Oklahoma makes that better. Pete Thamel kind of had a similar thought about what Amazon and ESPN may end up doing in taking inventory from the Big 12 if they picked up West Coast teams instead of paying more for the Pac-12 package. Some theories. I like that. Some Pete Thamel theories. There's a lot of them. Yeah. All right. I want to dig in. I like a good theory. And, um, I mean, our man, your mark, is the man of the hour. Aaron, I got to I gotta make – I, I got to get it – I got to dig in there and get this formal request. I, I, I've already kind of reached out. I've laid the groundwork. Soon, your mark will come to the Matt Mosley show. Aaron, and I, you know, we'll be, we'll be excited to host it. But he is he, – he, you talk about – a pretty nice long honeymoon. It's been pretty good. Now, Aaron, the only thing I'm a little bit concerned with is guess where I'll be sitting in just a few days, Aaron, just a couple of weeks, two and a half, three weeks from now. I will not be courtside at the Big 12 tournament. That was one of your Mark's first promises. Let's get <laughs> the media away from the court. Now, the women's tournament, I think I'll still be courtside. And I love. I like watching those games in that old arena. 
and I understand why they want to be in the nice arena in Kansas City. I get it, okay? It should be an equal playing field. You shouldn't have the women over there in the, but I'm telling you, Aaron, Municipal Coliseum where they play the women's tournament is kind of cool. It's very old school. Kind of feels like Radio City Music Hall. You go in there, and it just kind of, you just realize all the things that have happened there over the years. Things been there since like 1915. And it's just an old, dingy kind of place. No renovations. They might have done one renovation in the 1970s, and I think all they did was clean the restrooms. The, the, the new AP Top 25 polls are out. Houston back on top of the men's poll with 48 first-place votes, followed by Alabama with seven. Kansas also with seven at number three, rounding out the top five, UCLA and Purdue. Texas number eight. Baylor, despite losing to Kansas, remains at Number nine, Kansas State is 14, Iowa State 23, TCU 24, and Texas A&M is in the poll at 25. Woo! Give it a whoop. Give the Aggies a whoop. <laughs> they're doing All well right? in that, that brutal SEC basketball schedule. Hey, hey, now be nice. This is a That was a nice win. I it think was. they were at Missouri for the Ags. And uh, Buzz, I like the man. He's... He now I don't know he's a he's a pretty good basketball coach he's a great motivational speaker have you ever seen him here and he's just like just think of like whoever has the best reputation for motivational speakers it used to be like Zig Ziglar and people like that when we were growing up that's who he is I mean he just half the time I have no clue what he's talking about it's always like okay you know shoot for the clouds and then. Grab a cloud and jump over the cloud. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know what any of this means. <laughs> but I like the way he dresses. He's always He's got the old school three-piece suit with a weird vest. I think the, I think the people who wear that are the bigger guys. In fact, Aaron, I, you know, obviously my uh, weight fluctuates wildly. Um, I, may go, I may start going with a three-piece suit. I think that would be good. But he's kind of a fire plug of a guy. Or a fire. I mean, he's just, um, uh, yeah. That's a, that's the way he's built, and he and he and he he really rocks it. You know, you know. I like how he does it. The uh, the three, you know, the gray vest that goes with the suit. Because then, Aaron, if you take your suit coat off, if you take your jacket off on the sideline, first of all, I kind of I gotta admit, I kind of admire the coaches who still put on the coat and tie. All right, I know during the Whatever you call it, during the uh, pandemic, everybody went casual, and, and now everybody wears pullovers or, or three-quarter zips. I kind of admire the guys who still put on the coat and tie. I think there's something, I think there's something to that. I think, I think we, might, we should bring that back. All right? In fact, I want, does John Morris, does he wear exactly what the coaches wear, Aaron? I'm trying to think. Does John and Pat... Also dress, like, do they put the same pullovers on as the coaches? They may do that. But John used to put, boy, John and Frank Fallon back in the day, I think they would go suit and tie to call games. I really do. But they've kind of gone the way of the casual the casual call. All right, Aaron, what else do we have? A year-long effort exploring ways to shorten college football games is entering the final stretch. Sports Illustrated reporting that executives of the sport are moving closer 
to recommending several clock rule changes meant to reduce plays for both safety and game length reasons. Multiple officials told Sports Illustrated they're considering four rule changes. Number one, prohibiting consecutive timeouts. Basically, no more ice in the kicker. Number two, no longer extending a a first or third quarter for an untimed down. If the quarter ends on a defensive penalty, the down would be clocked starting the next quarter. That really doesn't happen that often. So it wouldn't save a ton of time. Uh, The most controversial are the last, last two. It would leave the clock running after a first down, except in the last two minutes of the game. And, uh, Go ahead. Sorry, I lost my place here. But uh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> there, we've lost Aaron. I Aaron did. Just I had it. Ran I had himself it right off the page. That's okay. <laughs> but I, I thought the last two minutes of the half in games were already the only. I mean, are they stopping the clock on first downs throughout the entire game? I know sometimes they'll keep yes, it going over there on the sideline. Yeah, that's ridiculous when you really think about it. That's one of the reasons the NFL is able to stay in usually in a three to three, three and a half hour time window because they only, I mean, they're keeping it going a lot. Now, college tries to make up for it because college, there are certain times when they go out of bounds. I don't know. I'd have to think about this. The the last, sorry, the last two, the clock will continue to run on offensive gains. After offensive gains, a first down, except in the last two minutes. And the last and most controversial, the clock would continue to run after an incomplete pass once the ball is spotted for play. So those are the main two. <laughs> that, and the yeah, last we're two, not, used to that not happy all. about it. Yeah, we're not used to that at all. But I'm okay with them trying to do things when we're talking about four to four and a half hour games. It's ridiculous. So I, I understand why they would be trying to address that. And honestly, the fact that it stops for a first down is kind of fun about college football, but kind of crazy. I mean, it, NFL seems to be, in a lot of ways, the way it should actually be. It's always felt a little bit junky and weird to me that it stops after those first downs of course they get it spotted and it'll start up but that's one of the reasons the thing is so dang long all right Aaron appreciate it we do have boy a dignitary in the media local media Bryce joins us from the uh, Waco Trib Bryce Cherry that's next keep up with Baylor Bear softball on ESPN Central Texas The Belmy Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Belmead is growing, and the Belmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Belmead a place for people to call home, as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay, and enjoy. Each year, the Belmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Belmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. 
Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. At Willis Plumbing, they say our plumbing pays because it stays. Willis Plumbing specializes in all type of residential plumbing, including repair, service, and remodeling. And they also pump septic tanks and grease traps. Willis Plumbing, 3217 Belmy Drive, 254-799-5300. Owners Kenny and Martha Willis are proud La Vega High School graduates and are supporters of the La Vega Pirates and Lady Pirates. The La Vega Pirates Education Foundation was founded in 2012 to support innovative and creative educational opportunities for students and teachers in La Vega ISD. Last year, the foundation provided over $101,000 in funding through grants and initiatives. Every dollar counts, and we need yours to help reach our goals. Visit piratesfoundation.org today to see how you can give the students and teachers in La Vega ISD the newest innovations in learning. Hurrah, Lady Pirates! Do you know that this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? But there's good news. You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care for local hospital patients who need life-saving transfusions. So do what I do. Take a break, donate blood, and save lives. Schedule your appointment today at carterbloodcare.org. That's carterbloodcare.org. Or call 800-366-2834 for more info. And help save a life with Carter Blood Care. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Maya Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Texas Sports Hall of Fame, Versalift Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it's Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, joined by none other than Bryce Cherry, Waco Trib, sports editor. And uh, Bryce, uh, before we delve into Baylor women's basketball, wasn't that a fun day over on the uh, softball diamond? Wow, Getterman's Day. I was just... Uh, had Glenn Moore on, was celebrating that. So, you know, what had been a little bit of a rough sports weekend, especially for men's and women's basketball, uh, Sunday made a lot of that feel better. In fact, uh, Bryce, you may remember, I mean, that's the biggest thats the biggest Baylor softball win since. Like, what is your, when I ask that question, what would your brain tell you? I know Werner is very much the uh the softball expert but but you're the you're the guy who edits all this so you might know this <laughs> uh i would say gosh whoever they beat the last time to get to the women's college world series that's probably uh 
biggest win since then. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was talking with John earlier today, and uh, he said, yeah, I think I've got a pretty good team to cover. Um, and uh, I would tend to agree with him after after they beat, you know, Oklahoma on, on Sunday. I mean, uh, that's a big step for Glenn Moore's team. Certainly, um, you know, looking a lot stronger uh, in the circle and, you know, uh, in the batter's box this season. So, uh, anytime you can knock off the Sooners, cause they're, you know, they're a juggernaut and, and maybe they're not at the, at the level they were last season, but, uh, that's still a, a big deal. Very big deal. I'm going back through your tweets from the other day. And I mean, I, I can kind of see it at, at different points. I'm talking about the women's basketball game. You would say these teams are gassed. And then about five minutes earlier, you would say, yeah, Baylor needed a timeout. They were gassed. Uh, this team this team is in a bad way, and it's just weird, isn't it? They're 7-7, seven and seven, but there have been moments this season where they've strung some nice games together. I mean, they'll go on the road, beat an Iowa State. This is a hard team to figure. And then, of course, they'll get blown off the court by an Oklahoma State team. There have been so many close losses. I'm just starting to wonder. Uh, they, it almost feels like they're snake bit a little bit. Uh, the other day, the problem, of course, was they couldn't shoot. I mean, you know, it, it, it doesn't. And to me, you know, at some point, of course, you got to go inside and go. Okay, the threes aren't falling because, as you documented, Bryce, it was like three of the guards were a combined like nine for. 40 something. I mean, it was, it was real or 50. I don't know what it was. It was bad one. It was three for 12, three for 12. And I can't remember what Jaden was. And then Bickle, I think was four for 12. I mean, having watched all that up close the other day, what do you, I mean, what do you think needs to happen for this team to maybe try to, you know, get back and maybe finish the year on a, on a much better note? Uh, it's so lot to unpack there. Obviously, yeah, you're right. The shooting was just god awful. I think it was ten of forty three for those three guards, uh, which is not good. Twenty something percent. Uh it was one of fifteen from three point range. I mean, you're not gonna win a lot of games doing that, and yet they were still in the game, you know, it went to double overtime. Um that's what's so crazy about it. Um, you know, defense will keep you in games when your shooting is suspect. And I mean, that is a, a problem for this Baylor team is they are a very much a streak shooting team. And, uh, you know, they go through some serious cold streaks. They're a guard oriented team. And I would say none of those three guards are, you know, players that are going to put up 45% three point shooting on a, you know, on average, uh, that certainly they're going to have some games where they're hot. And to me, Sarah Andrews has the potential to be the best guard in the big 12. But so I asked Nikki after the game, because you mentioned, you know, how do they get back to, you know, mm -hmm. playing like maybe like they were earlier in the year. Remember this was a team, uh, that started off the big 12 season at three and oh, with two top 25 road wins. Back-to-back uh, -back road wins. Um, so, I mean, defense carried the way when they were playing better. And and it kept them in the game, you know, against Iowa State. But 
certainly you've still got to make some buckets. So anyway, back to the question I was asking Nikki, which was, you know, when your guards are struggling like that, uh, and I did tweet this out too. I said, you know, one lineup I would like to see him try is Bella and Bugs together with Bickle, you know, as a, as a true front court, so to speak, with two of those three guards and then, you know, send one of them to the bench because, I mean, let's face it, they, you know, the th- between the three of them, they weren't giving you much uh, in that mm-hmm. game on Sunday. Um, and so she, she got into a very deep explanation why they haven't used that lineup. And, and it was all, uh, it was a fair uh, response. I mean, multiple answers to it. She said, you know, Caitlin's foul trouble kind of keeps us from doing it. Um, you know, and then, I mean, they did have Bella and Bugs on the court together for stretches in that game the other day, partially because of Caitlin's foul trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I noticed it at one point. I mentioned it to Jerry Hill, who was sitting next to me. Like, there was a play where Bella and Bugs are standing in the exact same spot. <laughs> you know, and clearly that wasn't how the play was supposed to be designed. Uh, and, yes, yeah, you're going to have – freshman moments when you have two freshmen on the court at the same time but if those guards can't do any more than they were doing on Sunday I think you've got to roll out that lineup and at least give it a shot because uh you know 10 of 43 just ain't gonna get it done no uh talking to Bryce Cherry sports editor at the Waco Trib and then Nikki and you had this quoted and I watched the press conference and I didn't you know, it's it's kind of like I didn't know we were going to go there, kind of thing, and <laughs> and it was uh, it was interesting. It was the very end of the a long press conference, and she said, "So for all the people that think I should be fired and have a lot to say, a I don't read it, a I don't b people that know know, and people that don't don't, and I'm just going to keep coaching my butt off, and we're going to keep." you know, getting better. I, again, I don't know the wisdom, uh, of, of, of going after your detractors. First of all, you know, I, if you know about them, somebody's at least telling you about them. You know, it's kind of odd to say, I don't, and I'll ask her about tomorrow. I don't want it to be like, Oh, Mosley's talking behind her back. She's, she's going to be on with me tomorrow. So I'll ask her about it. The other thing, and, and you had it quoted here. And she said, the exchange I had with Bill Finley, that's the Iowa state coach. Will always mean, and she has a, you know, she she played for him, or uh, they they've crossed paths for, for many many years, and she thinks a lot of him. She said the exchange I had with Bill Finley will always mean way more than the fifteen thousand people that don't think I'm good enough. Um, again, I don't. Something's bothering her more than them just losing. Like there's some somebody saying to her, boy, there's a bunch of people out there that think you can't coach. And so she did this a little bit last year, you know, said, hey, I can coach. I know I can coach. There's this sort of bravado that comes out. And, I, you know, again, you and I don't go down rabbit holes of message boards. There may be people but, out there saying negative stuff that you and I don't know about because we're not really going to go down that. I, I just don't totally understand, and maybe it's just out of frustration. But, Bryce, my, my thought is why do you 
Why do you feel the need to address these people? Other than, I guess it's bothering her. Yeah, so Nikki, I mean, you mentioned rabbit holes. Uh, Nikki is uh, very much a stream of consciousness kind of uh, interview. <laughs> Um, and you know, and I'm not trying to be critical or anything because honestly, she gives you a lot of, uh, stuff, you know, when you're, when you're talking to her, but you ask a question and then, you know, six minutes later, ask your next question and, uh, and there'll be six answers within that, that question of things that you didn't even ask. Um, so that's part of it. I think she was talking like Nikki does, uh, going and, and just the emotions caught up to her. And I do feel like she's feeling some pressure. They, you know, this is not what Baylor's used to when losing four in a row in the big 12. And, um, in terms of the message boards, I, I bet she doesn't look at them, but it's not just the message boards. I mean, I hear it from fans. I hear it from people in church, I hear, you know, from all, you know, I get emails uh, about, you know, Nikki and, and obviously there's a faction of the Baylor fans that are still upset that Kim Mulkey got away. And, and I mean, let's not forget that uh, Kim made that move of her own volition. Now, was there stuff happening behind the scenes that, um, you know, led to her kind of leaving and things that she was not happy about. Sure, she's kind of addressed some of those. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, so Nikki clearly is hearing it. And, I mean, I, I have no doubt that maybe even fans sometimes say stuff at the Federal Center uh, that she hears and overhears. So uh, <laughs> I think that's part of it. She's getting caught up in the emotion and the, and the pressure of, you know, the standard at Baylor. Baylor – women's basketball fans have been spoiled for a long time. And that's a testament to what Kim built here. I mean, they're used to going, you know, 18 and 0 in the big 12 or 17 and one when it's a bad year, you know, this is a little different. Um, And there's a lot of reasons to it. And, you know, I've talked about some of them before, but uh, you can, you know, not really even making excuses, but part of it is the big 12 is better in women's basketball than it's been in a long time. It's, it's more evenly matched and competitive. Um, maybe Kim saw that coming down the pipe, you know? Um, Kim is slick, okay? <laughs> Kim is slick. Uh, Kim didn't play a single top 25 team in non-conference this year. Um, you know, that plays into that sparkling record that they have down at LSU. And I'm not trying to take shots at Kim. The woman can coach. She has three national championships. Uh, she did an incredible job of building one of the best women's basketball programs in the country. Um, as for but whether Nikki can coach, I think Nikki can coach. She's very smart. She knows basketball. But, uh, but yeah, they're kind of a mess right now. And yeah. would they be a little bit different if they had Asia Blackwell and Dre Edwards? Yeah. But they still have enough talent to be playing better than they are, too. So, yeah, that was kind of a long-winded answer myself. Uh, <laughs> <going> with... <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I, I just hate that it's getting to her because I, I think the administration, the people who hired her, they're all the way behind her. It's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I heard overheard somebody say something at the game, you know, we're, 
We're now, I mean, they're not like that. They're not wired that way. In fact, they've got so much invested in her. They need this to work. They're not going to run her off. I just hate that they're, she's letting this get to her. And it can't help that Kim, although what you said is true about who they played, but what's also true is she went in and took over a, a horrible program, and now they're pumping like 14 or 15,000 people in there. And nobody's going to see their men's games. And we know that's what she does. And, and that's yeah, a hard – it was also it was always going to be impossible to follow her for anybody, not just Nikki. There's nobody that could, like, come in. And so I hope she kind of understands that there was going to be some natural fall off here. But she's got to kind of dig in and not let the negativity, you know, get to her. It can't help, too, when you look around and there's not that many people at the games. I mean, I'm sure that figures into her. You know, she's thinking about that, too, but – um you know well, how you well, get people yeah. out to the games is you got to win some games. You got to rip off some wins and all that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah if she wins, uh, it gets back to you know Big Twelve Championship type uh, winning. Uh, the fans will come. I mean, that's you know you're right. That's how that works. Uh, I mean, I think every fan base to a certain extent is a little front running. Um, uh, here's a question I want you to ask her tomorrow when you talk to her. Because right. this is a question that I punted, and, and uh, it has nothing to do with not being willing to ask the question or anything like that, but uh, just, you know, to show you how the sausage is made. As I mentioned, Nikki likes to talk a little bit. This was 25 minutes into the press conference that she starts talking about, uh, you know, the fans and all that, and, uh, you know, that she can coach and, and uh, 25 minutes into a press conference after a double overtime game, <laughs> after we've talked to uh, Bill Finley and the Baylor players and uh, on a Sunday night, and, you know, you're kind of like, that gum, I need to get to writing my story a little bit here. <laughs> uh, so the natural follow-up question that I, I was like, I'm not going to ask it because I don't want another 10 minutes to transcribe. Uh, but, but, so that, that, again, this is going deep in the weeds, but what did Bill say to her? That's the question, you know, that I probably would have asked if, if I could have known that she would have answered it in 90 seconds, but you know. Well, she won't answer it in, uh, and she may say it's personal, but uh, I definitely will jot that down and, and bring that up. And I just happened to take a peek at Scott's post game after the Kansas game. And it was like, and again, you know, there's only so much media from Kansas is going to sit in there and talk to Scott. There's not a whole lot of uh, Baylor, you know, media that's going to be up there in Lawrence. But I think it went four minutes, if that. It went like three or four minutes. And counting the players, what did what did Nikki's go, 30? Counting just her, 25 minutes. So I, I'm with you. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> About somebody that gives you, oh, we got to, we got to go. What's best for Nikki? And I don't know if talking for twenty five minutes is best for Nikki, especially when the last three minutes you started dressing like all the detractors. Uh, you know, again, yeah. all she it was always going to be like this. With I mean, unless she just won like crazy right off the bat. Now the problem for her, it it. It was a good problem to have. She still had an Alyssa and Queen and some big-time players. And now she's trying to kind of keep things going with a less – and then her transfers didn't hit. 
that she didn't get the transfers. Now, I don't think it's fair to keep bringing up Dre, by the way, because I think they'll admit to you they thought there was a decent chance she might not get to play. Now, they worked it hard to try to get her to play, but it didn't work out. And I don't think this could be it's, – it's it shouldn't be a complete shock that Dre's not out there playing, given what we kind of no. know now. Now, Asia would, you know, would help in a huge way. Okay, that that's a big that is a big loss. But as you said, they've won without them, and I'm with mm-hmm. you. Let's just throw caution to the wind and say, little Paige Bugs and Fauntleroy in that game the other night, you were our two best players. Let's just mm-hmm. hey, let's rip off. There we can't keep saying, oh, they're freshmen, they're freshmen. Hey, they're they who was out there scoring like 16 and 12 or 19 and 12? It's those two. I mean, it's probably yeah. time to start building the program around them. Uh, and it's I, high, pay, you know, so, you know, I, I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, they are your future as well. Um, so, you know, why not, uh, why not, they're going to be on the court together eventually. So why not, you know, try that lineup every now and then. And I just, I just think that sometimes, uh, that little experiment of having those two out there with Bickle, uh, because, you know, and you have to have Bickle on the court. This team needs her on the court. That was another issue in the game Sunday was, you know, her fouling out with, you know, seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. I mean, you know, they're just infinitely better. I mean, if you look at like plus minus that stat, um, it's, you know, off the charts in terms of when Caitlin's on the floor and when she's not. I mean, she is yeah. their MVP because she just calms everything down. She knows what to do. She generally doesn't turn the ball over. And, you know, she talks on defense. I mean, but I thought they missed her most on offense because it was just, you know, it's not the same when you throw it into the high post and she's not in there. All right, Bryce. I knew that you'd be great on this, and um, I appreciate it. And I was watching the end of that game while kind of going back looking at your tweets the other day so that's a good that's a good way to experience these things I know this is really your favorite time of year because the Astros are now it's spring training and then you see headlines like Alex Bregman intrigued by potential free agency I'm sure that's what you love to see but uh uh it's a fun time and uh uh, spring training, boy, I, I covered it for a lot of years out in Surprise, and that is so much fun this time of year. And when I was a kid, I'd go see, when they were at Tinker Field in Orlando, I'd go out to the uh, Grapefruit League and see the Astros out there, and the Rangers would be at Port Charlotte. And, uh, oh, man, what a great time of year when uh, pitchers and catchers show up, and then we get the spring training going. All right, Bryce, I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon, sir. I appreciate it. Yep, thanks, Matt. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you down the road. Okay, there he goes, Bryce Cherry, Waco Trib sports editor. Always has good thoughts on things, and I like to kind of work through some of these things, and, and we'll see. We'll have uh, we'll have Nikki Collin on tomorrow, and uh, she'll have some thoughts on all this. So it'll be uh, look forward to that, the Nikki Collin weekly appearance, which will air at uh, 5 o'clock five o'clock tomorrow afternoon we'll ask her what bill finley said to her that uh, meant so much because uh, i do think he's a huge influence uh in her coaching career all right it is time um got a lot to get to and i want to talk i've got thoughts on what happened in lawrence and i don't 
I've had enough time where this is not going to be all negative. I've got some very positive things to say about the Baylor men's program and where I think this thing is headed. That is next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody's never check a Baylor Athletics on the Monday, Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll wrap up a busy weekend in Baylor Athletics, including Baylor softball knocking off number one Oklahoma. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. Want options? The best selection in Central Texas is at Allen Samuels in Waco. During the President's Day sales event, get a 2022 Ram 1500 quad cab with 0% for 72 months or Ram 1500 crew cab with 1.9% for 72 months on all trim levels. Lone Stars, Laramie's, and top of the line Longhorn and Longhorn Limited. Or get a Ram 1500 Lone Star crew cab with values up to $8,250 plus an extra $500 to first responders. Baylor Bear Basketball, here on the flagship station for Baylor men's and women's basketball. ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was an extremely busy weekend in Baylor athletics. Baylor men's basketball dropped an 87-71 decision to Kansas in Lawrence. They've stayed in the state of Kansas. They'll play K-State coming up tomorrow night. And the Baylor women, a tough double overtime loss to Iowa State on Saturday in the Farrell Center, 81-77 the final. The Baylor women play at TCU on Wednesday. Also from the weekend, the Baylor baseball season began. The Bears won their season opener Friday night in dramatic fashion, a 6-5 walk-off win over Central Michigan. The Bears dropped the remaining two games of the series, 20-5 on Saturday and 4-3 on Sunday. And a great weekend for Baylor softball, now 8-1 on the season. They were 4-0 in the Gatterman Classic this weekend, including a 4-3 victory over top-ranked and undefeated Oklahoma on Sunday. Here's softball head coach Glenn Moore. Uh, so proud for the girls to put in that kind of work and um, – you know, off-season work and just believing in themselves, wanting to turn the corner and kind of revive this thing a little bit. A big a big booster shot right there uh, to be able to, you know, even compete with a team that's so dominant when they play most teams. And uh, I think last year, going back to last year, I think having that game we lost uh, that we had them on the ropes uh, gave us some confidence and probably attributed that. So I'd like to um, you know, compliment last year's team and their fight they had. Dari was uncircled, threw a great game. And then for her to come back and throw that well again, um, ran out of pitches, but uh, Aaliyah came in and, and uh, mixed it up enough to give us a chance to win, and we did. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball now 8-1 and one on the season. They'll host the Baylor Invitational this weekend at Getterman Stadium. 
Also, Baylor Equestrian drops a 10-9 decision to Oklahoma State. Acrobatics and tumbling goes to 3-0 on the season with a win over Presbyterian. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Come join ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show as we'll be broadcasting live from the newly opened Fish City Grill in Waco on Tuesday, February 21st at 4 p.m. Come celebrate Fat Tuesday at Fish City Grill. Happy hour 3 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. Enjoy ice-cold beer, cold margaritas, and discounted appetizers like fried pickles, shrimp nachos, cheeseburgers, even oysters. Fat Tuesday, February 21st with ESPN Central Texas Matt Mosley, 4 p.m. to 5.30 p.m. Payments for qualified buyers at 5.49% for 72 with 5,000 down cash or trade. TTL Extra. See dealer for details. It's the new year. New ride pre-owned savings event at Richard Car with the biggest selection in years on pre-owned cars and trucks. Qualified buyers can find great deals like a 2014 Buick Concorde for only $149 a month or a 2015 Kia Sorento for $237 a month or a 2015 Ford F-150 truck for $392 a month. Over 80 used, thoroughly inspected vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Get here now for the new year new ride savings event at Richard Carr. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MyatFuels.net. That's MyatFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. The Belmy Chamber of Commerce is proud to support the La Vega High School girls basketball team as they make their UIL playoff run to the state championship. The city of Belmead is growing, and the Belmead Chamber of Commerce is partnering with the city to make Belmead a place for people to call home, as well as a place for visitors to come eat, shop, stay, and enjoy. Each year, the Bellmead Chamber of Commerce supports La Vega ISD through scholarships for graduating seniors. The Bellmead Chamber of Commerce says, Go Lady Pirates! Snake Farm. It's that time of year again. Time for the 53rd annual Oglesby Lions Club Rattlesnake Roundup. Experience fun for the whole family. Kids' activities, food, music, vendors of all kinds, and especially rattlers. Demonstrations by the world-renowned snake handler Jackie Bibby. Saturday and Sunday, February 25th and 26th in Oglesby, Texas, off Highway 84 between McGregor and Gatesville. Like them on Facebook and join us for a rattling good time. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Former NFL head coach and current ESPN analyst Rex Ryan interviewed Saturday in Denver for the Broncos defensive coordinator job. Jason Tatum set an NBA All-Star record with 55 points to gain his team a 184 to 175 win and take home the MVP. Baylor came up short in Kansas on Saturday, 87 to 71. Bears be back in action tomorrow night at Kansas State. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at West Virginia. Tip is at six o'clock, and Kansas is at TCU. Tip is at eight o'clock. XFL return this weekend seemed to be well received with Arlington beating Las Vegas 22 to 20 and Wade Phillips Houston Roughnecks had the only blowout of the weekend over Orlando Guardians 33 to 12. La Vega Lady Pirates will face Marble Falls in round three of the UIL playoffs tonight from Georgetown. Tip is at seven o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah, Matt Mosley's show and uh, rolling through a Monday afternoon. Happy uh, President's Day to you, Aaron. I, I hope uh, you're enjoying it. I know uh, some folks are taking the day off. I saw a bunch of them kind of out moving around, taking advantage of the nice temps. Aaron, I've not heard your. Your uh, boy, your weather reports lately. I love to hear a good Aaron Sexton weather report. Uh, I do want to remind everybody: kick off 20, uh, 2023 with a bang at Allen Samuels in Waco during the President's Day Sales event. Get a uh, oh, 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. Total value up to two thousand dollars and uh, one one point nine percent. For 72 months on second and third row options. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months. That's pretty huge, plus rebates. Uh, and then also that, uh, that 2023 Jeep Gladiator Sport with up to $3,500 in total values, plus an extra $500 to uh, first responders. That's kind of cool. At Alan Samuels in Waco. I was just talking to Ted Teague uh, via text. Great friend, many years, and uh, what a man! I just every time I talk to him, they got some new cars that have shown up on the lot. So uh, appreciate Ted. And uh, Ted may uh, he was on with us recently when we were out there for the Junior Livestock Show. Tomorrow, I want to remind everybody I'll be in. I'll be right there doing a live show at Fish City Grill. The new, the brand new Fish City Grill, Aaron. You know, have you seen where it is over there? Uh, just right out there by that, by that little lake, out there, kind of near Chewy's and all of that. In the uh, oh, what's our sports bar, Aaron? That we like out that direction. They got this glazed shrimp salad that I always have when I'm out there. Kind of a Cajun place. Anyway, uh, oh, uh, walk-ons. It's right, kind of across the pond. From walk-ons, if you know kind of where I'm talking about, um, and uh, right there uh, off exit uh, 330, you can find it, Fish City Grill, and they're having a big Fat Tuesday celebration. Uh, I have, over the years, loved the Fish Cities in the the Metroplex, and now they've come to Waco, and this is kind of part of their extended grand opening, and... uh, Boy, Stephanie and Sells will be out there. You never know when she might jump on the air. And we've got some giveaways. Woo! If you want to attend 
a upcoming game, and I'm talking about a huge game, you'll want to be involved in what we're doing. Uh, and I'm talking about Baylor basketball right out there at uh, Fish Shitty Grill. I'm trying to think my favorite thing at Fish Shitty Grill. Aaron, I think I would go with the uh, – there's a Chipotle shrimp. There's a Chipotle shrimp tacos. And they put a little romalade sauce on it, and it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Ted will probably be out there, Ted Teague from Alan Samuels. He'll probably be out there taking in some of that. And then a lot of my local friends, uh, I can imagine Dr. Blair Browning will be dropping by with his family, Boone and everybody involved, Keeley, about to be a Baylor student. There will be a lot of folks that will be dropping by to see me at Fish City. I hope you show up. My goodness, I would hope you would support the Matt Mosley Show and uh, got all kinds of giveaways. I mean, I'd really like you to come by even if we didn't have giveaways, but we do have some kind of cool stuff that we're going to be giving away tomorrow from 4 to 6. Chipotle Shrimp Tacos also like kind of their catfish is nice. They do a really nice job on everything. And then they have uh, these oyster nachos are kind of a specialty of the house. Aaron, when I saw Fish City had come to Waco, I just went straight over there. They weren't even open yet. And I met with the GM, and I said, hey, I love you guys. I like you guys. You know, I've had your stuff up in the Metroplex when I'm hanging out up there. And and uh, and they said, hey, won't you do a show from here? I said, that sounds kind of cool. So that's what we're doing tomorrow afternoon. Aaron, it's tomorrow Tuesday. I'm thrown off by President's Day. T- today's Monday, tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. We'll be out there tomorrow. <laughs> Stephanie's like driving off the road. Uh, come hang out at Fish City Grill, and uh, we'll have all kinds of – their sides are really good, drink specials. Aaron, I'm way too Baptist to really hit those drink specials too hard and talk about all that on air, but I think they have some really good ones. So you can uh, you can come check that out if you're into that sort of thing. Now, Aaron, you, were, you said you were doing the Baylor men's game the other day. I'm sure you were listening to it and watching it at the same time, and – Man, that first half, Bears looked incredible. Uh, the guards were just going crazy. Uh, L.J. Cryer, I mean, the, the corner three for him is nothing. Like It's like a layup for most players, or a free throw. It's like shooting a free throw for him. It is nothing. He makes it constantly. And lately, since getting off to a slow start, he's basically been shooting around 45 to 50% for three for a long, extended amount of time right now. Flagler, of course, can get to the rim with the best of them. He can also hit threes. And then Keontae was doing Keontae-like things. Hitting contested shots, hanging in the air, finishing on three-point plays. I mean, he is one of the best players in the country. Not just one of the best freshmen. He's one of the best players in the country. So there they are at halftime. It's like, Aaron, what was it? Twenty-nine, Like 39 to 26, Okay. Something along those lines. And you're just like, man. And they were, they were up by 16, and Kansas had a late. They you know, got a three-point play, and then the Bears got a shot, didn't hit it. So they're up 13 at the half. Aaron, I didn't feel like, oh, the game's over, but it felt fine. Like, hey, they're playing great. This is a great sign. I don't know. You know, sometimes we joke about, is there, any, is there really anything called halftime adjustments? 
you've heard in other sports players like Peyton Manning make fun of them. They're like, we barely have time to have like an orange slice, go to the restroom, and then we have to be back out there. But in college basketball, NBA as well, things can be changed and adjusted at halftime. What Bill Self did was stop switching everything. He stopped switching, and he left Kevin McCuller, the transfer from uh, Texas Tech, he left them on the one of the guards and one of their other good defensive players. Was it Dewan Harris? One of their other players. They, they just stopped switching. And so Baylor stopped getting as many open threes. And then, quite honestly, we can give Bill Self a lot of credit, but Baylor's just turning the ball over like you wouldn't believe. They're falling down, live ball turnovers, dunks, everything going the opposite way, slippages. I don't know what was wrong with the floor, but you got Baylor players like slipping. It's like football. Aaron's like being on a bad football field. And suddenly everybody starts slipping, and the whole thing just snowballed. And Scott tried. He called timeout. He tried to stop the haymaker. Aaron, that, you know, sometimes they say, well, first five minutes is going to tell everything the second half. By five minutes into the second half, it was already tied. I mean, they, they had erased the 13-point lead. Then they quickly got it to, like, 55-51. And the Bears just weren't – they got outscored. You talk about getting hit with a haymaker. It, was, it felt like the way they played uh, the second half was like they played Marquette earlier in the season. It was like 55-25 to 25 they got outscored in the second half. It was bad. But now here's the deal. Do you throw out all the great stuff you did in the first half? You shouldn't. I know how Scott Drew is wired. I mean, they played, and you can see Jay Billis was like, oh, my gosh, this is, you know how he talks, Aaron. This is like a video game. This is a video game we're watching here. And it was. They hit everything. Kansas couldn't even act like they could stay on the court with them. They did to Kansas what TCU had done several weeks before, about a month and a half before TCU went in there and just ran over them. And that's what the Bears were doing, and it was a beautiful thing to watch. And then it all came crashing down. And, you know, I don't think probably they needed EJ back in the game quicker. He's obviously not the defender yet that he was before he got hurt. He's, he's, he's gotten a lot better with his – I mean, he's very polished on the offensive end. But they just couldn't – they couldn't get it going, and they couldn't recover. And by the time they, they, they figured out anything, it was like too late. It was like they were down 10 – they kind of scrapped a little bit and got it to like nine, or maybe one time they got it to eight. It was like 61, 52, and then basically it was just over after that. It's a, it, was a, it was a very distressing type result. I mean, it's not it, – I mean, there's no Baylor fan that came away from that like feeling good about things. It was a horrible second half. But the first half, they were great. And it's not like they just forgot how to play basketball. And, and I think even the top 25, they kind of understood what happened. They had they played the nine against number five, and they didn't even drop Baylor in the polls because, our, you know, obviously in the, the game before that, they went out and played brilliantly. Now they have a chance to turn around and play at K-State uh, tomorrow night. That's a, uh, that's a pregame that starts at – 530 and um and then it's a six o'clock ball game and then they got to turn around and they host you know uh, texas on saturday now I, no matter what happens against kansas state the texas game is going to be big 
because you could fall to nine and six and heading into that game, and you really need to get that thing to ten and six and just hang in there with a two or three seed. And and so that Texas game, no matter what, even if you beat K State, is still going to be big. If you either way, it's going to be a really big ball game hosting Texas on Saturday. They'll either be um. What are they now? They're nine and five, so they could be ten and five or nine and six is the way that thing could go. And and so again, it's going to be big. And then the other thing is, Aaron, I'm getting ready to go to the uh, Big Twelve tournament. We'll have an announcements coming up on that. That's going to be very very exciting for the station. John and I will both uh, planning to be there for the Big Twelve tournament. Aaron, the only good thing about losing and dropping a couple of games here is they may they may have a little more impetus or motivation to hang in there and fight in the Big 12 tournament. Now, if you, in case you've forgotten, they used to use the Big 12 tournament as a as a trampoline effect. Now, Scott, in recent years, they've been like a number one seed and they've basically had that sewn up, and so he hasn't. He hasn't put as much emphasis on the Big 12 tournament. That might change this year. I could see them going out on Thursday and putting their best foot forward. Last year they lost to a kind of a bad Oklahoma team. And, again, it wasn't the end of the world. They were still a number one seed. But it's not great. It's not great. I mean, it's like I would rather them actually do what Kansas has done for many years and some of the other teams in the conference, certainly Kansas, Bill Self in Kansas, they love either playing in the championship or winning the whole thing. How many times has Baylor won a conference championship over the years? I'm talking about tournament, a tournament championship. The answer would be zero. Now, they, they started winning regular season titles, and I do think that is a bigger deal. I do. Don't hear me wrong. But over the years, they would get to the championship games of, in the SWC and couldn't get it done. They've, they've been able to get to the championship game in the Big 12 and haven't been able to get it done. I would love to see them go on a nice big run in the Big 12 tournament. Now, if they get knocked out Friday or Saturday night, is Scott going to be that upset about it? The truth is no. No, it'll be okay. Or if they get knocked out Thursday, is it the end of the world? No. I mean, it'll be, it'll be okay. All right, it is the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. And uh, reminder, we have Nikki Collin on tomorrow. And she had some very interesting comments. I think she's going to get this thing turned around. And and I'm going to talk to her about this because I I guess I just kind of ignore a lot of the negativity the best I can. Now, Aaron may see it on the text line all the time. Aaron is constantly checking that thing to see what you guys are saying to us. I'm fine, either positive or negative on the Baylor women's program. I want to hear from you. The main thing is, Aaron, the be- they need people to care. Whether they're against Nikki, for Nikki, they just need them to care about the program right now. So all this, oh, my gosh, people think I can't coach. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. I don't think she should care. She's got support of the administration and that's all that matters. They're not going to fire her. They're not going to fire her. And she's not going to quit. I hope she doesn't. So 
hey, she's the only person, she and her staff, who can get this thing turned around. So let's stop talking. I mean, so anyway, we'll, we'll, we're going to address this, though, tomorrow because I kind of want to see what m- made her get into some of that. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears headed to Manhattan to take on the Kansas State Wildcats on Tuesday. 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 6 p.m. tip-off Tuesday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Attention Central Texas barbecue lovers. We have great news for you. Elberg Barbecue is now open seven days a week. Their handcrafted meats, sandwiches, sides, and desserts are now available from 11 till 3 Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, till 7 Wednesday and Thursday, until 8 Friday and Saturday. And don't forget, Hellberg Barbecue can cater your next event. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6 in Waco, at hellbergbarbecue.com and on Facebook. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Former NFL head coach and current ESPN analyst Rex Ryan interviewed Saturday in Denver for the Broncos defensive coordinator job. Jason Tatum set an NBA All-Star record with 55 points to gain his team a 184 to 175 win and take home the MVP. Bayer came up short in Kansas on Saturday, 87 to 71. Bears be back in action tomorrow night at Kansas State. Tonight in the Big 12, Oklahoma State is at West Virginia. Tip is at six o'clock, and Kansas is at TCU. Tip is at eight o'clock. XFL return this weekend seemed to be well received with Arlington beating Las Vegas 22-20 and Wade Phillips' Houston Roughnecks had the only blowout of the weekend over Orlando Guardians 33-12. La Vega Lady Pirates will face Marble Falls in round three of the UIL playoffs tonight from Georgetown. Tip is at 7 o'clock and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your phone. Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is. It is time for the dismount. You know, I got, I got, I got excited thinking about spring training earlier. Used to go every year. The ESPN power rankings, as we do the dismount, for those of you new to the show, that's a, we do a kind of a quick we got to get in and say goodnight at the end. So I give you just a couple of nuggets to send you on your way with. The team of the week in college basketball. I kind of like this. It was not the Kansas Jayhawks. No. The team of the week, the Texas Tech Red Raiders. That's right. They, they took down West Virginia. They've now climbed a 4-10 in the conference after a horrible start. And uh, they defeated Iowa State, Kansas State, Texas, and West Virginia. And that West Virginia guy, Aaron, that Eric Stevenson tried to say, we lost uh, arguably the worst team in the conference. No, Mr. Stevenson, you play for arguably the worst team in the conference because Texas Tech's on a little bit of a roll. And Mark Adams never gave up, and they're putting some nice things together. And the player of the week, by the way, Jalen Pickett. From the Penn State Nittany Lions. The reason I say that, Aaron, is because I'll never say anything associated with Penn State basketball again. <laughs> so when you when you have a chance, you at least need to recognize that. Let's see if there's anything else that um, I like. This coach of the week, Mike Morell, UNC Asheville Bulldogs. All right, there we go. And um, we'll see where the Bears finished. Eh, seventh on the new power rankings. Seventh for the Bears. And of course, they play Kansas State tomorrow night. Pre-game at 530. I'll be in town tomorrow night. Come see me, Fish City Grill. Gotta go. Good night, everybody. Ready to score? Switch checking accounts to earn 4% APY at First Central Credit Union. It's a full-court press with First Central's free Casasa checking that pays 4% APY and refunds all your ATM fees with a savings account combo that earns you money. This season, ask for Casasa checking. It's easy to apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Make the switch. We're your team. APY is annual percentage yield. Eligibility and qualification supply. Member NCUA. Everything. It's time for today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here again is John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, two games tonight on the Big 12 slate, including the Big Monday contest from Fort Worth, as now third-ranked Kansas takes on number 24, TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. 
Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Limited time, limited offer, maximum savings, maximum shine. An exclusive one-carat diamond tennis bracelet for only $499. Only at D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. It's Big Monday tonight on ESPN for the Big 12. For a preview of tonight's game, here's John Morris with today's Modern Media Big 12 shoot-around. And welcome back. The new poll is out for the week. Kansas up a couple of spots to number three in the nation. It is Texas at number eight, Baylor at number nine, K-State at 14, Iowa State checks in at number 23, and TCU number 24 in the nation in the AP poll this week. Two games tonight on the Big 12 slate. Oklahoma State at West Virginia tipping top of the hour. That's on ESPN2. Then tonight at 8 on ESPN, it's Big Monday. Third-ranked Kansas takes on number 24, TCU. The Frogs coming off a big 100-75 win over Oklahoma State on Saturday. With all their parts back in place, Mike Miles and Eddie Lampkin back in the lineup for TCU which makes a huge difference, says head coach Jamie Dixon. No, I just felt we were a new team ready to go. And so, uh, um, but hopefully, I, I don't think we're playing different. But, I mean, you know, it was, we were, we put a, I, I wanted to take that away because I wanted to show our guys. We put up yesterday was, here's our net. This is where we are. You guys have got to write stories and it's going to be end of the world, uh, um, you know, but we're fine and we're good. And this is our time. And that's what we, that was the message. So, um, uh, that, that was, that was the message. That's your guys job to, to put that out there. And, uh, we, we, uh, uh we were, uh, uh, we were whole. What, I don't know what else. It's pretty simple. Uh, you know, you look a lot better when you have all your guys and not guys playing different spots, different positions, different roles. And so that's what, that's what, uh, what it is. So this is our time is what we said. And, and, uh, we made that very clear. And, and I think it's kind of different because we, we knew when he was, we knew Mike was going to, was ready and, um, not a guy, not ready because he'd been practicing. We'd seen it and we knew it, we'd be better right away. And, and Eddie out there too, especially yesterday. So everybody knew it. There was a sense. Jamie Dixon and the Frogs hosting Kansas the game tonight at 8 p.m. on ESPN. Remember, TCU won in Lawrence earlier this year by 23. And that's today's Modern Media Big 12 Shootaround. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Morris Show and the Matt Mosley Show. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call 
to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Do you know that during this time of year, blood donations are at their lowest? You can help. In just one hour, you can donate blood with Carter Blood Care to help local patients in need. Donate blood, save lives. Visit carterbloodcare.org or call 800-366-2834. Keep up with the Phillips 66 Big 12 Tournament 